0: Talk and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, the valley comes alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au.
1: Episode 71 of the Talk and Power podcast. I am Nick DeCembri. I'm here with Simon Gonzo Travellini at Tont Bringworth. How are you guys?
2: Good, mate. Yourself. I am very well.
1: I'm very well,
2: and um, what, are you, what, are you, what about you, Evo, Todd? I'm
0: I'm, I'm getting there. I'm pretty good. You <laughs> still got your license? We're good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Look, I said only for race tracks and private closed roads. Of course, so, that's yeah. what you. Yep, that's Otherwise what I said. I
2: heard, said, I heard that when you were handing over your ID, <laughs> when to, you were, you know signing the paperwork to yeah. to, to uh, get the registration for the car, yep, that you and the other guy looked at each other and said, "This is probably the last time I see this." referring to your driver's license. <laughs> there could
0: have been that happening. <laughs>
2: Just a rumour I heard. I hope there's any truth to it.
1: No truth. Whatsoever. No, no, no. no <laughs> Todd's a very good citizen of the uh, law and yep. obeys all the traffic laws. That's why
0: I put a reverse camera in it so I can reverse in a parking spot. It's not anyone's cars, take it down the shops, you know. You can fit two, three... Is it on B
2: B-class rego? No, it's on oh, full it's reg. Oh, it's
0: full, full rejo. Yep. There you go. So let's park down the shops and go do your shopping. Bluetooth. My, my recyclable bags as well you know no paper bags and plastic bags anymore so. i've got
2: my boots full of recycled bags yeah. mm, me too my
1: wife <laughs> filled them up with recycled bags
2: every time i go to the shops i forget to pull yeah, them out of the boots <laughs> always in the back
1: Buy some more <laughs> hey look we've had an absolutely huge week of motorsport so we we've got a big one to get through today so we'll we'll, we'll start off with look, MotoGP moto gp from thailand and i've got to say Oh, it was a cracking race. We saw uh, Fabio Quartararo just duke it out with.
2: Uh, I've got, I got to disagree says. with you. i got to oh, It was I, a, it was, was a great in... race, but it had a tragic ending. It did. It, look, I mean,
1: it wasn't it wasn't the best ending, but <laughs> I think Fabio will learn. Look, the volumes that he will learn from that. What race. are you going
2: to learn? Hey, if you haven't got the horsepower. So, th- for those of you that didn't watch the race, you got to get on this uh, MotoGP program mm. because. Um, I don't I think there may have been two races this whole season that were average, but there was still plenty of action yeah. at the at the back of the yeah. of the grid. Uh, basically Quadraro uh, he he top qualified mm-hmm. and uh, led the race from the start, more yeah. or less. And uh, he was pickpocketed not on the last lap, on the last corner yeah, <laughs> of the was. last lap. he was, but yeah. literally <clears throat> What do, you, what do you reckon, 20 metres from the finish line? Yeah, probably, yeah. Yeah, it was, was a bugger all in it.
1: But I think, you know, at the end of the day, it's, it's all about learning, and he's only young. He's only young. He's, he was younger than Marquette. He's only so. young,
2: but, you know, wouldn't you love to see him on a Honda?
1: Yeah, definitely. And I, I think in due course we'll see him uh, find his way to somewhere bigger and better. But the, the what he learned from the weekend, I have no doubt whatsoever. No, I, I, I disagree
2: with you. I believe that Honda mm. is a closed shop run by marquez he'll have his brother on the other bike mm-hmm. next season I, I reckon that's my guess yeah. nostril dharmus has spoken mm. <laughs> and um no one else will get, ever get to ride that caliber of bike yeah and it's up to the rest of the manufacturers now to to try and develop something that's you know on par with that
1: yeah look i, I I do agree with what you're saying to a certain extent. I just feel that this young guy has got the skill and the talent. He's oozing talent. And we're, it's only going to be a matter of time till we see it. Yeah, I, re- de- I sincerely definitely,
2: hope so anyway. Definitely, Nick. But, but this is the problem with where we're at with the sport now. Mm. And it's been like this since they switched from the two-stroke to the to four-strokes. Yeah. That um, there is a lot of disparity. And most of the race wins are tied up in the technology. Mm. You yeah. know? They go on about the Bologna on your bullets like the Ducatis. are go, oh, man, they're so fast. But the reality is the Honda if anything, is probably faster, and Marquez just keeps a cap on it. Yeah, yeah, okay. You know?
1: So, do you, in your opinion, do you feel that Marquez was just playing with Fabio for the majority of the race? 100%. Yeah, okay, That that is disappointing. 100%. If, that, if that's the case, then I am. That's disappointing, because I felt Fabio had his measure for the most of the race, and so yours, you're alluding to the I, fact that... I believe
2: that, that, in my opinion, that track, uh, where the Yamaha has got the advantage over the, the Ducati and the Honda is in its cornering speed. Mm. But on the straights, it just gets obliterated, yeah. you know? Quattro is arguably the best rider out there, mm. and considering his age, you know, it's amazing. Uh, but the reality is that, um, you know, it, Honda's a close shop now. You know, they've got Lorenzo there. What's he doing? Nothing. That's
1: the other thing. I don't, we talk about Lorenzo every podcast, but yeah. we, we should probably not, but... What's happened to him? I don't understand. I don't get it. I seriously Once upon don't a time, get it. time,
0: you guys were, well, I remember listening to this, and then you guys were always like, yeah, the zone, the end." and I was watching. Taking the piss. <laughs> oh, <man. laughs> we, we used to call yeah. him George. Yeah, I remember that. <laughs> but it,
1: it's, it's, a, it's an amazing fall <clears throat> from grace. It really is. It's something I've never seen that sort of a capitulation of performance on a top tier on a top-tier team.
2: Anyway, I'm just looking forward to the next round. I'm hoping that by the end of the season, Yamaha will start, you know, making some power.
1: Vignales came third, so that's... that's it's good yeah. to see Vignale Maverick yeah. Once again, come, I, come through.
2: I believe that, you know, the corner speed... The Yamaha's got the corner speed, but mm. it hasn't got the inline speed. You're yeah. going to need the inline speed, or else this is going to happen every race. Yeah, yeah. You know? The, the, yes, we've seen it happen to Marquez a couple of times, um, but... That bike has just got everything. And I know that's probably unfair. It's a bit like the Scotty McLaughlin saga saying that it's all in the Mustang when mm. clearly it's not. No, no. It's, um, you know, the Scotty is definitely... And Marquez is definitely one of the best riders out there. But I reckon you put Quadrara on the same bike mm. and he'll run rings around him. And yeah. Marquez knows that. Marquez had to win this race. Did you see how every time he wins now... It's like he's won the championship. Mm, yeah. You know, mm. now he happened to win the championship at this particular <laughs> event. Yeah. Uh, what did you think of the pool table?
1: <laughs> that was probably a little bit over the top, but hey, if that's how he wants to celebrate, the eight pool, that's, um, that's his prerogative, I guess. But I, I think it um, right
2: Rossi started this fanfare many years ago. Mm. And, um, you know, he kept it amusing. Uh, I think the Spaniards don't really know how to do it. No, so that it's funny. Yeah. It just looks kind of stupid, yeah, really. To be yeah, d- it,
1: didn't, it didn't float my boat, that's for sure. Hey, the other thing I wanted to quickly talk about, it's not in the notes, but 92,000 people there that day, on yeah. on just that day, on race day. Yep. In it would have been funny
2: if he missed. <laughs> Don't you reckon? <laughs> yeah. if he, for those of you that didn't see it, they had a pool table set up, and he uh, grabbed the pool cue and sunk the eight ball. Yeah, um, It's his eighth championship. It's not actually his eighth championship in... In uh, the premier class, no, That's it's his, in overall. In it's his uh, third or fourth, or be fourth, yeah. fourth championship. Yeah. Um, anyway, yeah, so it would have been funny if he had a missed.
1: Congratulations <laughs> to Mark Marquez. Yeah. Um, even though we, um, I, I think you know, he's an outstanding young gentleman, and uh, so is Fabio, and so are the rest of the guys there. Hey, Japan Grand Prix. We we'll just we'll touch on that as well before we get into Bathurst. We've got lots to talk about regarding Bathurst, but. Japan Grand Prix was at the same time as um, Bathurst as well, so I had to watch it on the. I did try watching it at the same time too hard. I can't. I did it last year, but I just wasn't able to focus on two races, two commentaries. What what was the other one? Bathurst was on at the same time. Oh, really? Yeah, I couldn't couldn't process it. It was all too
2: much. I'm surprised it's even in the notes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Hey, look, anyway, the one thing I wanted to touch on, the big typhoon that went through Japan cancelled qualifying on the Saturday, so they yeah. had to put the qualifying back to Sunday. So, so one of the first times we've seen uh, for a very, very, very long time qualifying on the same day as race day. So that provided a few challenges, but we saw Mercedes, uh, sorry, Ferrari come to the fall, qualify first and second. Uh, Daniel didn't get past Q1. Very disappointing to start in the 16th position, but anyway... Now, look, as it turned out, we saw, a. a, don't know if you guys caught the race, but we saw a bit of a rollout from um, from Sebastian and basically luckily pulled it up before the lights went out. So he was still stopped in the box, but it was a a bit of a significant rollout for him. Uh, But then as he braked, the lights did go out and he was out of sync, basically. You could see, and he got swallowed up big time by um, Hamilton, what was right behind him, and same with Bottas as well. We saw Leclerc and uh, Verstappen touch wheels interestingly enough there was out of that um, Verstappen crashed obviously but out of that um, there was no there was no no um no penalty the penalty wasn't applied to after the race it was about Nine o'clock last night, I think the penalty was applied yeah. to, to Leclerc. So he got a five-second or a ten-second for that, and then he also got another five-second or ten-second penalty for uh, not listening to instructions. His incident with Verstappen saw the front wing end plate on his front wing come loose. Now, I'm a big fan of Charles Leclerc, but he really needs to stop the radio commentary. Um they were urging him to come into the pit and get that remedied. He felt he didn't lose much downforce, but what he didn't realise was there was bits of carbon fibre flying off everywhere. One of them actually took out the wing of uh, Lewis Hamilton's car. The wing or the mirror? The mirror, sorry. The wing mirror. The mirror took took that out. So yeah. it, it's a bit disappointing that he... he insisted that he could continue on eventually he did stop but he would pay the ultimate price for that so he's been dumped from he's been dumped down to seventh spot and uh, funnily enough daniel started in 16th finished in sixth so yeah now well, result pending result that's exactly right that's what <laughs> i was just about to touch on racing point have lodged uh, a a uh, a protest against Renault. They believe that Renault are running um, something to do with the ECU, I believe. Or
0: I, last, I, re- I read about this today. Um, <laughs> Is this the, what? what was the one we touched on a, a couple of episodes ago?
2: Function thirteen. Or yeah. Yeah. Um,
0: they had a predetermined brake biased adjustment in the ECU. Yeah. Yeah. You but know how can they determine that racing point? I don't know that
2: much. I just know uh, it was on the news. Probably because <laughs> Ricardo wasn't adjusting
0: the brake boys. <laughs> Ricardo came six out of nowhere, so done something better. You know,
2: this is this is the problem with the sport now and why I'd love to see him go back to H <laughs> pattern shifters, yeah, <laughs> carbies, yeah. magnetos. There is too much electronics on there yeah. and we are at the point where I don't think anyone can definitively say whether the driver is actually in control of the car. I honestly no. believe that, and I believe that that... that um, what's the, the, the robot cars that they've got out there now? Formula. Well, it's not E, oh, it's the other one. I, I know the one you're talking oh, about in the last call, They're autonomous. Today. Yeah. Uh, you know, I mean, it'd be a lot cheaper... Say so each team would save themselves about forty, fifty million dollars a year on yeah. drivers. Yeah. <laughs> so, so the
1: suggestion I you're saying is that they had a predetermined brake bias that shifted itself during the race. Yeah. Yeah. And why wouldn't you? But yeah. I don't <laughs> know. I don't know how Racing Point makes that assumption.
2: Well, it, it's it's like that. How the dirty dozen got caught by the IHRA many many years ago. Mm. A photographer got a photo of a guy going through the top end, right, looking at his taco instead of looking at where the other driver was. Yeah. You wouldn't do that Mm. because you want to know whether to brake or not, you know, because you don't want to brake out. Yeah. It's probably the same thing. Probably noticed that he wasn't adjusting his brake bias. (laughs) Yeah
1: i oh know more to come yeah more to come we'll have to yeah. fill you in on that in uh in coming episodes h pattern shifters yep.
2: magnetos carbies
1: yep anyway it was interesting like verstappen was really wound up about that crash in the first lap, wasn't he he carried on about that for the majority of the race because he was pretty much out of the race and um in the end he got his way and the clerk got penalized for that and also for not coming in um so as it turned out valtteri Bottas would go on to win lewis hamilton came in third place and um sebastian vettel in second place so that is enough for them to wrap up the, ch- the construction championship for mercedes so and six was, in a row yeah yeah it's incredible it is incredible they're going really well, Mercedes. And hats off to them; uh, they did a magnificent job. And Toto wolf we all like to impersonate him and his voice and make fun of him. But you can say what you want to say. He's he's done a magnificent job with that team. so Yeah, yeah. they need
2: Pensky in there. <laughs> they do. Roger, get
1: back Formula One.
2: <laughs> Needs to buy the Ferrari team. I think. <coughs> he had a, oh wow! <laughs>
1: two years of Formula One. I think Roger Pensky. Back in the late sixties or yeah. he, he did it what, for. Two what was years. the team called? It was Penske, but I don't I don't remember what um, motors they were running. But he he raced in Penske chassis. It. Yeah,
2: but I don't That's remember. How long ago was that?
1: Late sixties, early seventies. Oh, really? Yeah. That that long ago? Yeah.
2: yeah.
1: When it was H patton hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Look, on that note, we'll take a break here. and We'll be back right after this with a full wrap up of Bathurst One Thousand. Episode 71 of the Talk and Power podcast. I'm Nick DiCambra here with Simon gonzo Travellini and Todd Brinkworth. All right. The bit that everyone has been waiting for, our Bathurst 1000 wrap-up. We'll, we'll start with the start. and we'll, we'll, There's a few stories that had happened to, in the lead-up to the Bathurst 1000, if that's all right. Is that all right, Todd?
0: Yeah, that's fine. I'm, you know I'm excited tonight, you know. Are you? There's an energy. You're... There is an energy <laughs> to it. So, what so, was that all about? <laughs> You'll find out in due
1: time, all right? <laughs> hey, look, Ed, some news that alluded uh, that came out before the uh, Bathurst 1000. James Courtney will spearhead a new look two-car Techno Autosports in 2020 out of Sydney. Now, believe it or not, this will be the first team out of Sydney for many, many years. So these guys are going to be based at um, Sydney Motorsport Park, or what we like to call Eastern Creek. Yep. They'll be based there. And um, so I don't know if you remember Techno Autosport, uh, Jonathan Webb. Uh, they've sort of come in and out of the sport over the years. Um, they're coming back into it, and they've, their first signing is James Courtney. Still, not, they haven't announced who their second driver will be. But whose it will be
2: franchises a, did they buy?
1: I, I think the Webs have always had a franchise.
2: They just haven't been using it. You can't do that. You well, get fined for
0: every race you don't attend when you well, own yeah, a then franchise.
1: Then they've then they've leased it to someone. But I or don't, did they
0: have Carson in the Dunlop Series? No. Nah.
1: No, no, they, they <laughs> may have
0: they may have been no, no, leasing those their those franchises out.
2: are very expensive, and I, you are forced to
0: use them under contract. Many, many moons ago, I went to their workshop in Queensland when I was based in Queensland. It was quite a nice setup.
1: Mm. Anyway, they may have they may have leased their their uh, Rex out uh, racing entitlement contract out in the interim. But I, I, Todd's doing a bit of research on that as we yeah, speak. Yeah. But <laughs> anyway, so they'll be fronting the new. Um, so, uh, team out of um, Sydney Motorsport Park. So at least a bit of a hole at Walken, Shore and Dreddy United. It'll be interesting to see who fills his boots
2: there. There's plenty of young guys that'll be waiting. Oh there. yeah, definitely.
1: <laughs> you know, but James Courtney. You know, he's. I didn't realise he's 39 years old. So he's no spring chicken uh, anymore. So he's. Uh, he's one of the. I think he's actually the oldest full-time driver. I'm pretty sure. I don't think there's anyone that's out there that's full time that's older than than 39 years of age. So it's great to see that happening, and it's great to see that there's um, there's still some uh, some new new blood, or not not so much new blood, but some new money back in the sport. Um, also, interesting news this week was it's believed this is not official yet, but it's believed that supercars will be taking over the Australian GT category, um, and they will be managing the um, category next year in 2020 um interestingly enough it's only been under this owner jim manolis um since 2018 um so be interesting he bought that from tony quinn back in 2018 so i'm a big fan of gt racing i know you are as well todd i
2: don't know about simon no i just think it's lots of rich idiots to be so, honest. To, to mark
1: that one down, Simon <laughs> does
2: not like yeah. Well, you um, know, I mean, they, those cars are meant to be, you know, looked at, <laughs> not raced around a, rub, a, a racetrack, rubbing fenders with each yeah, other. Yeah.
1: Oh, I, I quite enjoy it, actually. I like the sound. When they came to barbagella this year, it was quite... quite and
2: I, I don't think we've really got a track that... Probably not. Nah. No, you know, like Le Mans. Mm. That is a track. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah no. Bathurst, maybe,
2: yeah. but you know, it's still not really that kind of circuit. Mm. You really want somewhere where we can stretch the legs. Yeah, banked turns, that kind of thing.
1: Well, Todd's seen him at Bathurst. You were there last year, weren't you? Yeah. For him, the twelve yeah. hour. Yeah, yeah the GT3s year. are
2: all right. Mm.
0: Yeah, no, I'm, But I'm, those
2: Lambos and Ferraris does nothing for me. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm more a fan. A, well, because they're road cars, you know? They're not yeah. race cars.
0: Hmm. My, one of my personal favorites was the Mosler, like many, yeah. many moons ago. That thing was middle seat Yeah, but the, V8, the, the reality the, is yeah. that,
2: that, you know, a good Evo would probably blow the doors off of it. <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. Wow, well, uh, I said a good one. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah thanks. Yeah. <laughs>
1: Hey, also this week we had at Bathurst, to coincide with the start of Bathurst, uh, Greg Murphy, Paul Morris, and the late Danny Holm and the late Peter Williamson inducted into the Bathurst Legends Lane. So that's really great news for those guys.
2: I can't Um, believe it has taken them this long to induct Danny Holm.
0: I the guy's just yeah. a motorsport
2: legend, yeah. like he I, everywhere I was, in the world.
0: Even <laughs> though I knew his name, and I went, "Oh, the, hey, what?" And I was yeah going through the computer and that, going, what? What? what <laughs> so long, you know?" Yeah, <laughs> I,
1: I must admit, I was surprised. any Holm, ex Formula One great, and he's done everything. Can Am, yeah.
2: they dominated Can Am, they yeah. owned
1: it. Le Mans. Yeah, He's done everything. He has done everything. It's taken until 2019 for him to get into the Bathurst Legends Lab. Could no, have at
2: least done it when he was alive.
1: Yeah, <laughs> yeah, it would would have been nice. Sadly, Denny actually passed away at Bathurst on, on the track many years ago. I don't know if you remember that. No, actually. I remember that bit, but... Yeah, he, yeah, he rolled died. over and no, on the no. Arnco, eh? No, no he, didn't, no, he didn't roll over. He just... He had a massive heart oh, attack. Oh, yeah, he had the, the heart... That's the one that had yeah, the heart he attack, hit, yeah, yeah. just hit the wall and mm. yeah, it was, yeah, sadly passed away. But, yeah, look, I mean... Congratulations also to Greg Murphy and Paul Morris as well. It was great to see those guys get in there as well. I mean, Greg Murphy's done quite quite a fair bit, and we, we yeah. how can we forget his, you know, lap of the gods, which has been obliterated now. Though. Oh yeah, you
2: know that they they broke the lap record during the race. Yeah, yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> They're fast.
1: Yeah. So anyway, and yeah, Murph has won the Bathurst in the 96, 99, 2003 and 2004. So, you know, it it's, it's goes without saying. Legend of the sport. Also, uh, we also, we believe that Kelly Racing will be uh, stripping down to just two cars next year, and they will be Mustangs. Surprise, surprise. Mm. So we've been watching this space for some time So now.
2: those two licenses they're getting rid of, mm. you sure that's not the ones that
1: Potentially, yes, it could could well be, but I honestly thought that they that Web or had his own Rex. So I could be correct. I could be mistaken, but they might be
0: relinquishing these two to to Web or Techno Autosport. Or oh, little research I did then, Techno Autosport have actually always had a license current and current cars. That's what I thought. Um, two thousand and fourteen, they had a lease to Paul Morris Motorsport and Van Gies driving one of their cars. Uh, 2015 same and then 2016 Will Davidson replaced Van Gis, and they still technically had a car in the series
1: no I don't think they have the car they have the they lease the well, licence they lease the licence but yeah.
0: yeah so there you go
1: Anyway, it, it's really interesting we're oh, seeing so now. Do you
2: want to get in touch with Kelly and see how much you wants for the two?
1: The two <laughs> Ultimates.
2: Need <laughs> yeah. some spares for home. Yeah. <laughs> so
1: interestingly, it didn't take long. I mean, I guess at the end of the day, we it was it was always watch this space in terms of where the Kelly brothers would would end up in terms of what car they would choose. And I think the Mustang is... A great choice, obviously. And I'll, I'll
0: ask the question now, and we'll come back to this one day in the future. Do the Kelly brothers still have enough talent to pull off round wins, or doesn't better, matter? Better podiums. You reckon the car will do it for
2: them? No, 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 no. It's not that. It's Rick a, it, certainly does. Todd doesn't race anymore. so Yeah, does. that's right. You, you. Um, this is about owning a team, managing it correctly, and um, you know, in the future eventually neither of them will race yeah (coughs) they will have drivers driving the cars
1: Mm. anyway um just i quickly wanted to touch on We'll keep it nice and short and sweet um peter adderton the uh, boss of boost mobile has indicated to gary um rogers uh, of gary rogers motorsport that if the category doesn't bring in a controlled upright uh for the series that he's out now, since when... <laughs> I, missed, I, I missed... It's in the notes. Yeah,
0: but I, I was reading it today and I still don't understand what the hell they're on about. So, so. what... The, the, currently, there isn't a controlled
2: upright no, between the... the between. cars are all hand-built. So yeah. you, you can have your own suspension geometry.
1: All right. So, but, but since when does a, a sponsor dictate the terms or the
2: rules of the category? I look. The categories. Shit anyway, because <laughs> I don't know what I'm asking you for. Because, no, because at the end of the day, right, I, I forever when I'm talking to people from the US, especially after Bathurst, they still think that these cars are like a road going mm. car, mm. and they're really now they're virtually a sports sedan, yeah, they're yeah, a tube they frame mm-hmm. deal. You know, it's I don't know what the point of having the bodies on there. Like, they might as well have blown Hemis in them. That's the way I look at it. Yeah. It's a bit of a joke. And, and all this rubbish with the centre of gravity and that, oh, it's got it. you know, well, why don't you just build one car with no branding on it and get everyone racing it? Have one supplier for the engines, one supplier. Because the more you control it, the more shit it's going to be. <laughs> Simple <laughs> as that. I know what you're saying. I
1: I can't fathom how a a sponsor can dictate
2: the terms of the category rules. It's probably more like Gary Rogers wants to see that, and And,
1: and I could I could I could almost kind of understand if it was if he was a suspension supplier or like you know if the sponsor was of that of uh, a suspension orientation. This is Boost Mobile. Yeah, but they
2: pump a lot of money. You they, know. Do. they do. Hey,
1: yeah. no, 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 no doubt about it, but I don't think they have the... So Gary the, Rogers. I don't think Shell Shell is v- saying you need to change this and that or, you know. Anyway. Gary Rogers. <laughs> Gary Rogers. <laughs> and the, the Super Utes, what an absolute debacle. Did you guys watch the Super no. Utes? No. That was terrible. Terrible. Anyway, no. we won't dwell on it. We won't dwell on it. It was shocking.
2: Did anyone die?
1: No, <laughs> no, but I saw a nice crack. Did you see that ring crack?
2: No, no, I... I, I oh, have I, they
1: lost any more wheels? Yeah, well, one, we rim cracked on the weekend. Look, it, in fairness, he got he got uh, T-Bone, this, yeah. this ute, and it cracked the rim of beauty. Right off the... There, right there
2: off. really isn't anything that that the Supercar Circus does that excites me. I mean, you know, Bathurst this year... Oh, look, we'll talk about it a bit later, but... Mm. You know...
1: We'll we'll take a break right here, and we'll be back with... We'll try and fit the the top 10 shootout. We'll quickly touch on that and the race itself in the next segment. So take a break here. We'll be back right after this. Episode 71 of the Talking Power podcast. I'm Nick DeCembre. I'm with Simon gonzo Travellini and Todd Brinkworth. And we are on... 88.5 FM, where the valley comes alive. Saturday mornings, 8.30 to 10 a.m., or you can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Podbean. All right, getting back to Bathurst 1000, top 10 shootout. What a magnificent top 10 shootout it was. Uh, unfortunately, I didn't get to see it live. I was working, but I caught up with it on replay Saturday night, which was it. it really was on another planet. I, I, I just Scott McLaughlin. That was. I mean, came out absolutely obliterated. Not only the lap record, but also the rest of the field.
2: Didn't he uh, set the lap record on his first call quali- <laughs> on his first practice? He set the lap record yeah. every time that car came out of the truck.
1: <laughs> it, like it broke the lap record. Like, let's just wheel it out of the truck, get the dust off, and send it down the track. They broke the lap record. It's incredible. So the top ten shootout was was I thought it was um, yeah, it was it was great. And he, I mean, he obliterated the rest of the field by four tenths from memory in the end. Um,
2: <laughs> you know, I remember when the difference between. You know, first, second, and so on was second. Yeah, 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 true, true. That's true. Yeah, Brocky won by six laps or something one year. Yeah, yeah, that's right. He went right, home,
0: went to the toilet one year, came back, and then he still won the race, you know? He what? Yeah. Went home one year, had a barbecue, went to the toilet, jumped <laughs> back in someone else's car, won the race one year, you know? He
2: now, did now th- uh, I do remember them kicking the windscreen out once. <laughs> yeah, was turning into a open wheeler.
1: Now, the one thing I found interesting about the top 10 shootout, now, I don't know how much skullduggery was going on or how much um, how much truth was in this. The engine got changed on Scotty's car after qualifying. I don't know if you guys knew that. Yeah. But they, they did an engine change after qualifying. Are we seeing... Now, they said it was a precautionary... There was some data that they looked at on the engine after qualifying that, that they were concerned with, so they did an engine change. Or are we seeing... Was this just BS? Are we seeing back to the good old days where we throw a grenade motor in for qualifying?
2: You can't. You can't because of that stupid regulation they got. You can't make more horsepower than the other teams. Simon, they changed (coughs) an engine after qualifying. I'm just asking. Do you you think it's a reliability thing? Skullduggery going on here? The car went just as fast with the other engine, so. It's a reliability thing, Nick cycle life Cycle life on parts Okay, that's okay. what it'll be. No,
1: all right. I have some thoughts on some other things as nah, well. <laughs> nah. It's not It'll come out maybe in 20 years time. It's yeah, not which?
2: like that mate, it's not like that. These engines are so controlled now that it's, it's just they might as well all have one engine. You know, that's what I don't understand about all these classes, and this includes drag racing. If you're talking about the premier class, shouldn't it have no rules? Mm. Shouldn't it be like, run what you've brung and hope you are brung enough? Yeah, you know I, what I mean? I yeah, yeah. yeah I, I agree. That's the way I see it. Yeah. It's like, you know, Top Fuel is a classic example for this where they're trying to slow them down. I'm thinking, <laughs> <well, laughs> you what? <laughs> you're trying to slow them down. Yeah. You know, I if if I was running the NHRA, I would... Um, I would say to the, the teams, let's open up the engine rules, go and build a purpose built engine for nitro, and let's see how quick we can go. Mm. Now you know, I'll oh, we'll kill someone. Well,
0: yeah. you know, it's their choice. Yeah, I mean, that's true.
2: <laughs> but there's uh, re- seriously, the touring cars have got no legitimate reason, you know, to slow them down. Really, have they? No, They're no, only no, doing no. 300 on Conrod. Yeah,
1: that's right. No, no, no. I, We're I just... doing
2: over that a half track. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: still can't help but think there was a bit of bit of, uh
2: Nah. Anyway, we'll move on. Precautionary move, yep. cycle life on parts. They don't have an engine limit, do they? No. no. It's not like Formula One or MotoGP. Did you, did you hear they gave Quadraro a few extra yeah, RPM? H3, I saw that, yeah. Because yeah. he's, he's still got plenty of engines left. <laughs> hey, what happens there if you start mid-season... Do you still get you know like however many engines or do they in formula one in in any of these oh, i don't know because don't that, that that'd be a, a good strategy start mid-season start mid-season <laughs> Just throw a motor at it
0: everything <laughs> <laughs> Take a few race wins. Not <laughs> <laughs> get like, yeah, Frank fling with Mario Simon, you know. From a couple of teams. Hey, you know. Shut up.
1: <laughs> <laughs> anyway, look some stats about the great. We'll get into the race now. Uh, some stats here. There was nine uh, co-drivers. Yeah, nine nine co-drivers actually started the race. That's quite quite a lot. Yeah. and there was fifteen new driver pairings that that were new for this year. So that's quite a lot as well. Um, we saw Brody Kostecki. Hang on, s- hang on. <laughs> nine
2: co-drivers. Yeah, started the race. Oh yeah, right, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah Freechu
1: so was one of them. Yeah, no, no, mm-hmm. no. Scotty started the race, didn't he? No, Scotty definitely uh, yeah, started the race. Yeah, but it was Scotty. Scotty, Scotty did started. Start, yeah, yeah. Uh, but
2: Lancy started too. He's a co-driver. Oh yeah! Mm. Oh, so that's what put them out of sync. Mm. Yeah. So most of them opted to put the co-driver yeah. in. That's correct. Mm. Yeah. yeah, that's a bit silly. You'd yeah. think you'd have the bingles on the first lap, wouldn't you?
1: No, no. There was um, nine. As I said, nine oh, co-drivers yeah. started the race, but Scotty wasn't. Scotty did start the race. Yeah. Right. Um, we saw Brody Kostecki have a bit of an issue at the start of the race. Well, the race hadn't even started on the warm up lap, so we're not quite sure if it was the cool suit or the fan, the helmet fan that had a failure, but or wasn't. No, quite. Pa-
2: apparently, apparently it was the uh, the pipe that connects to the helmet wasn't connected properly, mm. so it draws fresh air in from a. I think it's like a naca duct yes. on one of the windows. Yeah, and um, I don't think from from what I could gather from the commentary, it wasn't connected properly, so he was drawing the fumes in from the car directly into his helmet. Mm. Um that caused uh the race start to be delayed mm. um and uh they had to do a second warm up lap yeah as did. a result. Yeah. Because because the cars were parked there for so long. Yeah. Yeah
1: so and we saw tim slade and scott Pye come together at the start of the race which was uh, you know completely avoidable at the first lap of the race there's no need for that stuff to be going on uh that brought out the safety car then we didn't have a safety car believe it or not for um 100 laps after that was 100 laps they got through but then then they really started piling on the the um safety cars look i'm just we're getting a bit short on time here but i'm going to wrap this up we've um, this is just i'm going to give you the race the good the bad the ugly so the good, we have to say, is Scotty McLaughlin's win with Alex Primer. It's their first Bathurst victory. Um, how, how can we forget, like back in 2016, I'll never forget this, where Scotty arguably readdressed... Was Jamie Wincup allowed him to readdress, oh, yeah. and they had that massive crash with 10 laps to go. And all three of them were fighting for the lead, and basically all three of them got taken out. So, you, you know... I think this really reaffirms that this kid has come such a long way, and, and I, I took that as the good out of this race The bad I'm gonna say the backing uh, Backing up of the cars under the safety car. I have my own thoughts on that uh, As to why he was told to do that now. Let's let's be truthful here Fabian was told to back up the cars under safety car by his team What he was leading no no, so Scotty um, was coming second. Yep. And Fabian was in third. So the safety car came out, and Fabian backed the rest of the field up and allowed those two cars to travel on. They pitted. Yeah, what's then, wrong with that?
2: It sounds like a bloody good strategy to <laughs> anyway. well, it. Well, it is a strategy,
1: but it, it you was... You know what?
2: A, their crew chief needs a pat on the back for that one. <laughs> well what dad, what
1: what a lot of people are not understanding is this. This is the this is the reality of the situation. At Penske they would have known so the double stack was on for both Triple Eight and for Penske. Yeah. They would have had a double stack in both teams. So they backed up Fabian backed up yeah. as per request. Didn't backed up Win Cup behind him so that both DJR and Triple Eight didn't have to double stack
0: yeah
1: but anyway yeah that that that's why they didn't mm. the car wasn't overheating or getting hot i mean let's be honest with each other yeah but it i mean back it's a strategy a, yeah it was a strategy but it wasn't and and if you if you think about it it helped triple eight too because yeah. they didn't have to double stack they didn't have to double stack Win cup because Win cup would have lost a heap heap of spots too yeah. now it isn't a good look for the sport i do agree mm. it's not a good look but um until the rules are
2: changed. Exactly. So, now there yeah.
1: is a, there is an investigation pending because he can be fined, Fabian. He can be fined and he can be stripped of points as well. I, thought, I read think
0: he
2: cares.
0: He's just <laughs> been, been, already been there's already been an a initial hand um hand hand, hand what's it for? Handing down of judgment. It was done at nine o'clock last night, EST. And there will be points and or a place to follow. That's correct, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. yeah. Eh, still going to get paid.
1: <laughs> anyway, the ugly as well was the tick for drivers. I'm oh. sick of these two guys. I mean, seriously. I have had an absolute gutsful of these two coming together every race now. Yeah. They're oh. in the same team, for goodness sake.
2: I miss you. I, I thought um, uh, Mosseret, did a, he drove an incredible race. He did, to be honest. up until this point. And, yeah. and I'll tell you what, um, they have really got their Mustang flying.
1: Mm. Oh yeah, no, looked at that. They were on they were on cards to <coughs> to to finish uh, podium.
2: Yeah.
0: Mm. It's
1: just uh, this is continually happening. Can these two guys not stay away from each other? If you were Tim Edwards,
0: yeah, what would you be saying right now? On oh, I, I, well, I quote from We've a message. We got messi- plenty of publicity. I quote from a message yesterday. I'd sack both idiots. <laughs> That's what I wrote, isn't yeah, it? Nothing yeah, nothing <laughs> <laughs> saying.
1: I just... I, no, I like I, I, um, I think he's a great guy, but seriously, can
0: yeah, I you think not stop smashing to, into each other? To be other? fair, yeah. like, you look, I looked at it about a few times. Got plenty of publicity. Yeah, I... <laughs> plenty of replays. Like, Waters was defending his spot. Celtics are probably happy. <laughs> no, 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 I, I, I lay the blame on Mostert. I know, if I say, Waters was really? defending his spot. Yeah. But, I'm with John on this. I also think Mostert like water's broke a lot harder and yeah water's broke yeah but <laughs> who was pregnant like you look at it and you go and you sort of gave him nowhere to go so then he went well miles ago the dive and come then come on guys just stop smashing into each other it's
1: not that hard
0: anyway whatever god oh, so, no, no. sorry yeah.
2: Go uh on. yes so, Scotty McLaughlin won Now, one thing I did want to ask you, yep. Nick, uh, do you think that the points for these enduros is fair? Um, <clears throat> it's not stacked heavily enough, or no? Oh, I do think it's ridiculous that they they have so many points for. You know those those three races. Yeah, it's like four or five hundred points. Yeah, yeah, he's
1: already got like a five hundred odd point lead. Yeah, yeah, but no,
2: but I, I just I don't think that it's right. Yeah, I can't see. You know, fair enough. Yeah, it's a it's a big race, but um, I don't think there should be that much disparity between mm. the the sprint events and this event in terms of the points. I mean, it, let's say he crashed, and um, Van Gisbergen, oh, sorry, and Jamie Winkcup. One. yeah he's back into it yeah. yeah 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 like that yeah and and i don't mm. i don't think that's right mm. you, to lose your whole lead over one race mm. yeah i know but also
1: it incentivized scotty and team djr to go after it as well to go after the win
2: yeah i don't No, i disagree i disagree you think I played safe I think that that last lap, um, you know, he kept his cool. He was very nervous. He was very pumped. Mm. Like, you you could see, you know, his heart rate, everything was through the roof on that last lap. But uh, I think that they played a safe race, yeah. Mm. I think that they did. Okay. Like, you know, and I think that that's why, because even if they came second it still, you know, mm. wouldn't be a dramatic difference in the points. But yeah. if they'd have crashed out, it yeah. would have been a different story, mm. wouldn't it? I don't I don't, I disagree with it anyway. I don't yeah. think it should be. This, is, this reminds me of, of what the NHRA does and what NASCAR does with the countdown, yeah. where you eliminate half the teams. You know, it's <laughs> like, well, what am I even here for now? You know? <laughs>
1: Alright on that note we'll take a short break and we'll be back right after this. Episode seventy-one of the Talk and Power Podcast. I'm Nick DeCimbury. I'm here with Simon Gonzo Travellini and Todd Brinkworth. Transmitted on 88.5 FM, where the valley comes alive. And also via podcast, iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, SoundCloud, and Podbean. Hey, it was a Test and Tune at the Motorplex on the weekend. Uh, Daniel Gregorini, he ran a 5.7 with a 26 at 252 mile an hour. I believe that's a PB for him.
2: I think so, yeah. so that's,
1: that's awesome. And I think um, I am led to believe... That is a new diff set up for him. Uh,
2: uh, I don't know, but Steve Ham was uh, building these billet uh, diffs. They're about 20 25 grand or something to try and stop this problem that all the cars running the five speeds are having. Hmm. Um, they're getting about three runs out of a crown wheel and pinion. Yep. Um, the Mahoyat team, or Moitz team, were changing the crown and opinion like every lap or something at one mm. stage there so um it could be uh, that it could be the you know the air i don't know the track don't know hard yeah, to say
1: daniel did tell me when i spoke with him in april of this year that they were changing that diff like every <laughs> just about every meet yeah it was in phenomenal, and he had that. That was a two-day meet that I saw him at, and he was actually changing it overnight. So that yeah, was, like
2: anyway. I said, I I got told that uh, the the Moitz guys were changing it between rounds. Mm. So yeah, yeah. Uh, the five-speed, um, it's definitely hard on mm. hard on parts. Now, Daniel, if
1: you are listening, and I don't, I don't know if he does, but if you are listening, I haven't forgotten about you. We'll get you in here in the next week or two, and, and we'll, we'll get him to sit down and have a good old chat about about the up-and-coming season. Hey, um, Erica Enders, that's three consecutive top qual- qualifying. Now, this is in pro stock, not in not in um, pro mod, but in pro stock. She has qualified... Um, consecutive three on the top spot three times in a row unfortunately the yesterday's event got rained out i don't know if you saw some pictures from north carolina absolutely shocking the amount of rain they had i mean it was the track was just about underwater so that has been postponed and i don't know if they're going to get a chance to run that because they are off to oh geez it escapes me right now texas next weekend so she, she they might not get to run that event so it's great to see erica enders um three top qualifiers in a row hey um no mercy 10 is on this weekend so cannot wait for that to come come through or we'll try and get the live stream of that happening um looking forward to seeing that marcus w- Burt will be debuting a pat musy 1005 cubic inch nitrous monster cannot wait to see that I don't know if anyone else is debuting, as I said in the last podcast, they have fifty five entries in a thirty two car field in Radio versus the world. So I'm looking forward to seeing how that, that pans out for those guys. You guys gonna be catching the live stream as well, Todd? I'll no. Try
0: to actually. You yeah. We've been <laughs> watching more of it lately. Okay, um, yeah. Yep. yep. No,
1: that's good. That's good.
2: Simon, yourself? No. Okay. <laughs> so, no that's not gonna happen no okay that's no, fair,
1: fair enough, enough. just just checking just checking hey um I, I don't i know this happened some time ago but i wanted to touch base on it and uh not give it too much air because it was probably not not a very good look i don't know if you guys i know todd you're into this kind of thing but rm sotheby's um they, they this was actually the auction that they have at um pebble beach uh did, sorry yeah not pebble beach um monterey car week yeah sorry monterey car week so <laughs> uh, have you guys actually seen the video of this
0: uh, you know what i had and when i was just reading the note i think um, this, i remember something about this this is absolutely hilarious this is the funniest thing you ever <laughs> see
1: in on on live tv anyway someone someone they haven't released his name i don't think they may have but it, the, the auctioneer had a very strong accent Okay, so 13 sounded like 30. Yeah. Anyway, to cut a long story short, the car that was up for auction was believed to be a Nazi... What was it? It was, it was three of them built in 1939, Type 64, by
2: a gentleman by the name of Ferdinand yeah, Porsche. Yeah, have you seen yeah, his car? Um, I probably have, but, I, you know, it, it says in your notes here that he was a member of the Nazi party. That that's what it. He was. No, I kind of got the feeling, you know, like I, I read a fair bit about this when I was a kid, being a Volkswagen fan, and um, I, I don't know that he was really well, doing any work for him voluntarily. Yes. No, that, yeah. See, Simon got on the on the head
0: there. He oh, is, my apologies. Yes, he, I that goes about He sane, was a though, member, but he was doing it against his will. Yeah, I
2: yeah. I uh, kind of read that that. He was forced into designing a lot of the stuff that he designed. And really, all he wanted to do was get back to motor racing.
0: And there's also rumours that there was a few um, prototypes he built in tank engines that he went, it's not going to work. And they went, no, we want bigger, harder, stronger, faster. And he made them fail. And (laughs) at one point, nearly wasn't with this much longer, um, but got away with it somehow. But (laughs) that... Yeah, there's actually some thanks to Dr. Porsche that uh, he may have helped, or helped and the Allies.
2: You know where I see the irony in this? If he was a member of the, the, the Nazi party, as you've suggested, hmm. Nick... I have. <laughs> yes, I have. I've made why, that. Why would someone like uh, Seinfeld have such a prolific true. <laughs> true. Oh, Porsche, oh, Porsche collection? He loves, he's
1: a mad, mad Porsche <laughs> fan. That's a good point. Good point. But, <laughs>
0: He was a member, and there is there is photos of him with um, not with Hitler, but with uh, Himmler and somebody else. But anyway, it's just my history. that Yeah, I know, yeah, so.
2: they're, they're, I've seen those photos yeah. when I were testing some of the prototypes, the yeah. the um, the beetle and uh, vehicles like that. But anyway, nonetheless, this is a funny yeah. story, Nick, and I'll, let, we're, you, we're, I'll let you I'll you tell it. So the auctioneer's
1: name is here. His name is Martin holder now he had a very, he had a very strong accent this is funny this is this is gold this stuff he did have a strong accent so when he was what he was meaning to say was 13 million and they've gone up in 1 million increments 14 million but it honestly it sounded like 30 million and 40 million it's just no word of a lie it wasn't until he got to 17 million yeah the, the funny thing was the screen was following in the same suit so the screen was saying 40 as in four zero million then five zero 50 million but the bid was only at 15 16 17 million when they got to 17 million they still hadn't reached reserved yet It was he realized the mistake of what was happening because he looked up at the screen and he said mm. oh I'm really sorry it's not 70 million it's 17 million The booing and the 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 crowd it was if you haven't just google it if you haven't watched the video the crowd goes absolutely ballistic they really did not and the car actually got passed in and they did not sell the car and it's done a lot of damage for rm sotheby's done a lot of damage for their reputation because they just weren't able to pull this auction off
2: yeah they they need a tv show like um like death monkey garage or something no 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 like (laughs) antics roadshow (laughs)
1: Yeah. <laughs> if you, you haven 't seen it and this happened a few this happened a few weeks ago, but it was um this yeah, was what gone. car have you got this yeah. oh it 's an evo evo eight i believe
0: yeah. this is a <laughs> no, it 's a, it's a nazi war weapon <laughs> it 's a wonder weapon <laughs> Now, Tom, what, what well. do you think
2: this Evo 8's worth? <laughs> Tell me about this Evo 8. Does it have some racing history?
0: <laughs> $5. Anyway, no. listen,
2: I want to talk about the S5000. Oh, no, we're going to take a break before we get to that. Oh, this, this is a break. Oh, You're doing this on purpose. We'll take a break. We need, we need
1: more time on that. So ta- Anyway, look, we can take a break now. It's perfect timing, actually. So we'll take a break right here. We've had listeners, we've had listeners, guys right in and you can see their comments right there
0: yeah I and know. it seems
1: like i might not be alone how many people i know too you do <laughs> so we've had people write in to us and we're going to get to that right after the break Okay, episode seventy-one of the Talk and Power podcast. If we're, we're chuckling because we've got a funny segment coming, well, I don't know if it's funny. It's not funny. It's not, it's not funny at series. all. Get, get the
0: crayons out. <laughs> anyway,
1: listening to us on the eighty-eight point five FM, where the valley comes alive, and through iTunes, Stitcher, Spotify, and SoundCloud via podcast. Okay, now let's set the scene for those that haven't listened to. If you haven't listened to episode seventy. Uh, go back and listen to it, or catch us on our Facebook page or on our website. You can catch on our YouTube channel as well. You can see the video there, The Great S5000 Debate. It's called, that video. And you can listen to us debate the whole ins and outs of S5000. <laughs> now, we have actually had some listeners write in to us, and I won't... Should I... <laughs> <laughs> the names?
2: Sorry. Well, I don't know. Did you, did they... Oh, they, didn't, they wrote it on Facebook, so I guess it's public. It's public. public? Yeah. yeah. It's public. <laughs> yeah, yep, so... Now, now I want, john sinclair right mm. this is a motor racing identity from western australia yep. i believe that he speaks with some authority he does yeah
1: yeah 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 you can, read it, out. You can I, read it
2: out i'm on the fence at the moment i like the concept but i'm not sure it delivered at the first round it did it <coughs> it didn't deliver it probably yeah. never will now, now, I
0: was just thinking no, during the break... A,
1: he said, hopefully, given a few races, they'll get on top of the handling issues and have some great racing. Yeah. Absolutely love it when Simon speaks his mind. Prices. I don't know about that bit,
2: Jake. Hey, anyway, anyway. So, so this is interesting. Do they need to get together with Renault and get the... The brake bias. The, the brake bias software <laughs> onto these cars <laughs> that may or may not exist? <laughs>
0: The allegedly, the allegedly. Allegedly.
2: The
1: alleged automatic brake bias adjuster.
2: Or, or, do they need to talk to the people protesting Renault? Yeah, Racing Point. Racing yep. Point. Yeah. And see if they Lawrence. have the software.
1: Lawrence Strong. I don't know. It's a good point. Anyway, Whale Racing had this to say. I honestly feel the issue with the S5000s is something as basic as a choice of tyre that they're running as a control. They've got bugger all aero and a heap of torque something most other formula cars don't have and to use a tyre that's not what you'd consider a good choice for a car of that nature it'll create these issues of no front or rear grip. There's potential there, but they need to sort more downforce out or a better tyre so they don't spear off every time someone tries to
2: boot it. And you know what? They spend a lot of time and money on the aero on these cars. Mm, yes. So it's ironic that they've got an aero problem or, or you know, tyre problem. <laughs> it is ironic. I used to love those old Formula 5000 cars. They yeah. looked awesome. No, they do. Yep. The old ones, not the <laughs> new ones, the old ones. It's like Can-Am. Those cars were awesome too. Mm. They had plenty of torque. 500 plus cubic inches of big block Chev.
1: <laughs> anyway, Matt also wrote in as well. Matt, he wrote, uh, regarding S5000, they're running the 5 litre Mustang engine and regarding brake lockup, Sandown is one of the most bumpy tracks in Australia. Horrible decision to race them there. Just like when Daniel Ricciardo used Rebber's uh, Red Bull racing at Barb's, couldn't set a record due to a not a very good service he writes Yeah. so oh, I've tainted, I've turned that down a bit but thanks Matt but um, uh, look I mean all valid very valid points and thanks for those guys for writing in, I still, I, I actually watched the race again because I, I, I and then I watched um, the the qualifying as well because I thought maybe all right, maybe, maybe I was cooked or, or was looking at life differently when I was <laughs> when I watched it the first time <laughs> But there's nothing wrong with it. It's great. I still love it.
0: Yeah. Did you Amen. guys watch it? You, you you've watched it since. I time. have, and I'm I stand by my comments from the previous week. But have uh, you watched the old racing? The old yeah, Formula Five Thousand. See that?
1: Uh, not recently. No.
0: I haven't Again, I went it, and watched. Sorry. That's I I went and watched some bits on YouTube of the old racing as well, and it made me hate F Five Thousand. right, let me write that in the notes. Watch. Or I'll look. I'll. Yeah. Champ IndyCar car racing, like the old like Lola, stuff like that. Like again, awesome Just these things have got all the bells and whistles, sequential albums transaxles and
2: this and that and the other. They need to get a vol- old Volkswagen gearbox, turn it upside down, call it a hewland, <laughs> put a H pattern in it. H <laughs> pattern four speed you with three oh eight. You and your H pattern tonight, yeah. <laughs> I've got it here. Watch Formula 5000. I would love to see Formula a class yeah.
0: with no electronics. Points distributor. 308 with, with strokers. So then, you know, the motors are a bit of a fine fine angle as well, you know? Yeah. Great. I'm going to do it, guys. And a holly, it. a holly double pumper on top. You can yeah, see. So you, <laughs> you can't remember them out. goes oh. lean around the corners as the fuel slides <laughs> to one side. <laughs> yep. Done.
2: I always wondered how the NASCAR guys got around that problem. Yeah, it's, um, I think the jet extensions go to the side of the. <laughs> I think they do. Well, they're, they're EFI now. They're, they are EFI yeah. now. Yep.
1: Yeah, well, put in, I've made a note there for those watching the video. You're going to watch well. it. I am tonight. Good. And I'll send you a text tomorrow morning. So both of yous. Belushi. Yeah, so that's right, yep, Uh, Khalid Belushi, our Belushi, uh, disqualified from the uh, latest round. Now, they didn't get through eliminations, as I alluded to before, because um, it got rained out. But he has been disqualified for... Now, they haven't come... uh, They haven't announced what the actual disqualification is for. Needless to say, uh, it's a technical infraction regarding the turbo. So, I'm not quite sure... um, what it could be. Needless to say he's quite... So
2: there's two, there's yeah basically two things on these turbo cars. Okay mm. so the tip-to-tip measurement on the inducer wheel on the turbocharger must be no larger than 88 millimeters, mm-hmm. right? And all the manufacturers make a specific pro mod turbo to fit that rule. Then there is a, a device on there because they're restricted in how much boost they're allowed to run, Mm. right? Now, I'm not sure if they have two or three, uh, sorry, one or two devices, but I I believe that there is one device that's a boost limiting valve, and there's another device, uh, or it could be all incorporated into the same unit, that monitors the boost, and it used to, I don't know about now, but, but... at one stage, it had a red and a green light on it. And basically, if the green light was on, then you hadn't hit the boost limit because Andra had the same device uh, mandatory on Group 2 vehicles running turbochargers. Mm-hmm. So I'm wondering whether it, the boost limiting valve was the problem or, or the go-no-go um, the go, no go, um
1: Deal. It was a firmware. They they are saying that the alleged infraction is related to a firmware violation. So, that that's from a source that was close to the situation. But again, NHRA haven't come out and said what it is. Well,
2: so. that that could be something in the ECU, mm. uh, possibly a traction control yeah thing. It's interesting that they the on the turbo regulatory system. So. You know that to me sounds like the go/no-go no, go gauge. Mm. Maybe they found a way of hacking it so that it it allows them to run more boost without the red light coming on. Yeah, don't know.
1: Look at this stage, we'll we'll assume who knows uh, Khalid's Al Balushi's uh, innocence until he is proven guilty. But um, yeah, look, I mean, he was quite he was quite upset about the whole the whole ordeal and come out and said he's not a cheater. Um, they don't realize how much time and effort I make to come here. Um, he lives in Dubai, obviously, mm. uh, flying here, showing up the race. I leave a family, two kids. I leave at home to come and do this. I'm not a cheater. So look, I mean, I don't think, you know,
2: just, Mate, that, that, you know, I understand where he's coming from because for me to leave home just to go to Kwinana, mm. which is, you know, like a 40 minute drive. Yeah. It kills me to leave my kids. Hmm. You know, yeah. so to to fly and basically, you know, he, he probably spends a week on, week off yeah, between do. the NHRA yeah. and and home life. It would mm-hmm. be a hard gig. Yeah, and yeah, I don't think that in in the time that he's raced, I don't think there was ever a, a time that I thought that he was doing anything dodgy.
1: Yeah, no, no, no. no. I wouldn't have thought so. Oh. So it'll be interesting to see how this unfolds, actually. And we'll keep we'll keep a close eye yeah. on
2: this. And uh, we'll, as I said, um, we'll also keep a close Sp- eye on... Speaking of which, did anyone know what ended up happening with the, the Sarkis car here in Australia? No. No? No. No updates?
1: Hmm. Maybe... Uh, which car are you talking about? Phoenix car? Phoenix car. Yeah, no, I don't know.
2: Couldn't tell you. Maybe you should hit up Thunder 400 for a um, an official...
1: Word on mm. what's happened to that yeah. car. Yep.
2: Yeah, well, okay. you know what what or the outcome. The outcome was. Mm.
1: That's a good question, actually, Simon.
2: Because now that uh it's not racing, mm. and that is official. Yeah. Um, you know, then uh, they're going to struggle with numbers. Indoor slammer.
1: I think we spoke about this. Yeah, we have, and I agree. An, mm. an, oh, it's going to be a tough gig mm. for 400 Thunder this year. It's going to be a tough gig. We'll find out in November when they have their first round. Okay, on that note, we'll take a short break here, and we'll be back uh, to wrap up this episode seventy-one of the Talk and Power Podcast. Episode seventy-one of the Talk and Power Podcast. I'm Nick D'Chumbria here with co-host Simon Gonzo Travellini and Todd Brinkworth. Transmitting on 88.5 FM where the valley comes alive, and also through Podbean, Stitcher, SoundCloud, Spotify, and iTunes. Todd, you want to give us
0: a bit of an update on the Evo? Yeah, not not much has changed since we last spoke. Um, hopefully putting an exhaust on uh, this week. Uh, tuning a few other things up putting some race seats in and basically aiming for the first round of the Tiger west sprint series which is cool november i don't know the exact date i should have it written down but i don't <laughs> yeah okay and that's you have to get a cage to that as well no right? i don't oh okay so the first couple of rounds will be no okay, cage maybe just a harness bar for now and just me filling the car out so actually probably winding it back a tiny bit just mm. to so, I don't do anything too silly. And
1: you got a co driver sorted? No, I don't. So, if okay. anyone wants to
0: co drive with me, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> no, least, you know with no a... roll cage. Yeah, but I'm no, gonna... thank you. <laughs> You're supposed to be supporting me here and saying, you know, but yeah. So, nah. I'm, I'm, on the, I'm on the lookout. So, otherwise, if I have to i we'll chuck a full cage in the car before the first event. So Just to get a co driver? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, he it might need like, to. It sounds like someone's <laughs> volunteering. Yeah. No, you're you're only with the no. use of a cage. No, no. So yeah, that's about it. Um, other <laughs> than that, I've again been driving it to work and back, and driving it down the shops, and it's it's great. It gets horrible fuel economy, but hey, it is technically a race car. Mm. I got uh, tw- not 21 litres per 100 the other day. 21 litres per 100. Yeah. That's shocking. I oh, know. That's great. And then I'm averaging about 15 at the moment. Which is not bad. That's LS1 territory, but averaging about 15. That's, That's sh- really bad. Yeah, I <laughs> Terrible, Todd. Um, I, I, apparently, it's normal for an Evo with lots of boost. You got
2: rotational idle on all the time.
0: No, but it's running. <laughs> you have having 19 pound of boost all day, every day, and yeah. You anyway, know, I find it quite amusing all right um now i was hoping to give you a bit of an
1: update on a fundraiser we're looking at doing but we haven't i haven't had word back so i don't want to disclose too much but yeah. needless to say todd and myself and johnny from benzene detailing we're all coming together to work on a fundraiser so we'll have more news on that in the coming i'm really annoyed that we haven't got it together for tonight because i would like to announce it to the world we we'll busy with- no, no, no! I just haven't heard back from the right people, unfortunately. Nah. And look, no, no, it's
0: not, not that I'm busy. Yeah, yeah, hopes up too much, for everybody. But we've actually got two things in the pipeline as well. Yeah, but one of them's coming up real soon. Yeah, one's, so yeah we, one soon and uh, one no, down I'm the path. Not, you, Simon's
1: looking at us <laughs> like, "I know nothing. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't
2: I don't want to be don't fair. know. Eh? Why? <laughs> no, no.
1: It's, it'll be a good. The, the yeah, cause, cause, fun. It'll be really because good.
2: Because my kids are twenty months and four months. No, no. You." Hey. Haven't hey, got any. Yeah. No, no. Hey. And his <laughs> is starting to help him. <laughs> they're, they're mine, are, <laughs> mine are like... There is... Mine think they're actually adults, actually. But <laughs> there is assistance. <laughs> yeah. Hey, hey, so we're know. all in a different sort of time... To be fair, the one you strategy, don't
1: know, the, the, the first one that we're doing, you, you will enjoy it. You, yeah. you and your wife will enjoy it. I'm telling you now.
2: It'll be well, you're it. taking us to Naboo for dinner. No, 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 you, you'll enjoy <laughs> it. Oh, no, hi. It's, it's, you're buying will... us a voucher to, to Grand
0: Towers <laughs> <Yeah>. and looking <laughs> yeah. after the kids. Do, do you to. think <laughs>
1: he'll enjoy the, the, the first fundraiser? Oh, yeah. In in 20, 20, yeah. 20 wife will be coming along as well. Todd, if he has a partner by then, <laughs> yeah, I
0: don't know, who knows. Bring well, cat. he is alluded to. You know, oh, better not say that. No, uh, every I'm week leaving. changes with me.
1: Okay, <laughs> you know. Anyway, so that's um, that's happening. That's that's going on. So we'll have more details on that. People that are listening think, well, "What are these guys on?" Really. <laughs> anyway, never mind. Hey. Uh, also, uh, someone uh, reached out to us from the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. Now, if you don't know who Chris Kyle is, I will just fill you in. Uh, if you're American, and the reality is that 25 of our listeners are from the United States of America, so yeah. and we really appreciate their them tuning in to us once every two weeks. So we've um, someone. Well, the 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 foundation manager has reached out to us from the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. Chris Cole was a war hero from the Iraq War and he was depicted by Bradley Cooper in the 2014 movie American Sniper. Yeah. They have a foundation and they're doing a free date night on Saturday, October the 19th at Texas Motorplex in uh, Texas, Enos, Texas. So Steve Torrance, top fuel driver, is the ambassador for um, for the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation. So they're calling out for all military and first responder couples. They'll get a free date night. Come and join the Capco, uh, Capco Boys and the Chris Kyle Frog Foundation on Saturday, October 19th at Texas Motorplex for an exhilarating date night out experience. As a gesture of our appreciation couples will receive free parking which is uh, located adjacent to the parking lot, entry. entrance to the NHRA Nationals, VIP experience at the track, free lunch provided by McAllister's and Chris Cole uh, Frog Foundation welcome gift and VIP goodie bag. So there's a website that you can go to. Now I will share that t- tonight as Well, by the time you listen to this podcast, we'll share it on our Facebook page. So for all of our listeners that are military and first responders, uh, please, um, yeah, just go to the... We'll share it on our Facebook page. If you go to our Facebook page, you'll be able to see it. Or you can go to www.ckffch.org.au slash, sorry, forward slash free date. So head on over there and, um, yeah, you can register for a date night with your partner. So great charity and thanks for those guys for reaching out to us. Um, up and coming events, there's a few events coming up, Todd, actually. Uh 20th of October is Bacon and Bumpers, which you alluded me to. That's at the Riverton Bar and Grill. Saturday the 26th Is that, of, is that a, a like a morning or... Yeah, sorry, that is yes, my apologies. That is actually eight thirty to ten thirty AM. I haven't got the time there, but yes, it's eight thirty to ten thirty. That sounds see, that's that's me. Yeah. Me and Nicole. <laughs> you have gotta have more than five hundred horsepower to enter, by the way.
2: Is that right? Yeah. I yeah. yeah. So I'm gonna have a chrome bumper and more than five hundred yeah. horsepower.
1: No, no, it doesn't need to be chrome bumper, it can be but you've got to have over it's gotta be a race car I'm
2: making more than five hundred horsepower, so I'm out. Is that I'm out too. I can't drive the BA there.
0: <laughs> you haven't got 500. No, I don't. <laughs> no, no, I was going to wait for you to say, oh, I'm all right, I'm good. No, no, <laughs> maybe, uh, no, not even in the Black Beast. No. no, no, we're
1: going to go, well, but we hopefully get over there and have a look. Yeah. a little prod around. see it floating around. Yeah. Shame the Camry's not going. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Twenty sixth of October, uh, Powerpalooza, a grand opening of the track. So the drags get on over there and speedway as well at that that that's Saturday the twenty sixth of October at the Motorplex. And the October race meet, each which is the twenty sixth and twenty seventh of October. It's a two day meet at the Barbagello Raceway. It's a WA Sporting Car Club. So they'll have on offer the Talk Trophy and the Trevor Roy Young Memorial, They're both up for grabs. I'll be there. Todd will be there. There you go. Saturday the 9th of November. The Golden States. The Golden States are back. Well, they haven't gone anywhere. And I hope to be there. I but there to. won't
2: be any door slammer. No. no. <laughs> so it's not really the Golden States. It's not the Golden States, but
1: at least it's an Andro <laughs> championship round. So. It is a,
2: it's a Group 2. Yeah, it is. It'll be premiering the Group 2 cars. That's correct, yeah. Of yeah. which there's not that many that left anymore.
1: Yeah, I'm hearing
2: you. I'm hearing you. Because me. of the Summer Slam and the... Uh, what's the other one called? Alcohol funny... Funny alcohol... Yeah. Funny I drinks. Yeah. Funny <laughs> uh, <laughs> <only> drinks. <laughs> what do they right. call it? Pro-alcohol... Pro... Pro-alcohol. Pro-funny... Car.
0: <laughs> you, just made, you just made your class up, you know? <laughs> <laughs> I
2: don't know. They tried to do this thing, or they're trying to do this thing, so they run door slammer or summer slam they call it at at every event but there's no rules so as long as you've got a supercharged sedan with opening doors I think or maybe Mm -hmm. one opening door I don't know something like that you can um, run in it and I think they've got something similar that is kind of meant to be alcohol top alcohol but it's kind of got no rules either so what that does is that it waters down the sport, and people, even if the Thunder 400 did come to town and the real door slammers under the whatever rules they're running this week, <laughs> read, people would go, it's the same as what they had on last week. Whereas in the old days, we had uh, Top Comp. Yeah. And uh, it was kind of a weird index system because the motorplex used to make it up as they went. But um, it was a variety of different cars all racing each other. So you'd have, you know double c cars double b cars all different classes and they're running a handicap it was a good mix
1: mm, yeah it certainly was but look i mean this is an andrew rounder so i um i've got to apply for a media pass actually i haven't done that yet but i'll
2: probably get one now no
1: no we'll no no. i'll reach out to andrew <laughs> but that's that's all good we'll, we'll get one and we'll wander around with the recorder todd you might want to come as well so but yeah. there is yeah, something
2: sure. exciting happening boys What's the that? Wanneroo 300. Yeah, the Wanneroo 300. Yeah. This is an event that uh, if I can get up there, I'm really keen to, to go and see. Mm. It's being run on the uh, 16th of November. That's correct, yep, yep. So, weekend after my birthday. Mm.
1: It's um, street car, sports car, sports sedans and improved production cars all pushing the limits in a 300-kilometre race.
2: Now, do you guys know how they do the pit stops and so on? No, I don't, know. So, So, they have scheduled pit stops... And, um you don't necessarily you know have to change your tires, but you've got to pull in mm. and there's a certain procedure that that you have to follow. I think they they make you wait in the pits for a few seconds yeah, okay. or something yeah. it's pretty cool No, I'm looking well, forward that's how they ran it once before Yeah. <coughs> so
1: yeah. I'm, I'm looking forward to that actually I'll it's be there been pumped again. up that 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 race, so I'm looking forward to that it'll be good
2: yeah, I'll be racing
1: no a yeah. roll coach. <laughs>
2: jeez or <laughs> <laughs> well, is that that
1: won't coincide with a target sprint will it no
0: no I, I just found out target sprint is the 14th of november which is the, um a exactly thursday. a month from now on a thursday that's when we were hoping oh yeah. to do the fundraiser todd no really oh that's mm. that's that's gonna be a problem isn't
1: it yeah anyway what are you raising money for uh cancer council oh okay yeah yeah yep. yeah,
0: yeah cool yep. Oh, well, look, on that note, it's
1: bang on time to call this podcast close. So any, any closing statements? Any,
0: guys, you all good? No, not this week. No, we'll be nice in this no, week, Nick. No, no brash statements? No. Nah. No one no. much bans this week. No, no, you are pretty good. Anyway, on that note, <laughs> we, we, better,
1: we better wrap this one up. All right, thanks, guys. Thanks for coming in. We'll catch you in a couple of weeks' time.
2: See Likewise. you in the street. See you.
0: Talk and Power, your motorsport and motoring radio show. Now on 88.5 FM, The Valley Comes Alive. And podcasting across iTunes and talkandpower.com.au.